two cats walk into a cigarette factory. One of the cats, uh, straight away, uh, gets confused. Because usually at this point in these stories, there's a bar. And one of the cats usually sits down and waits while the other cat orders around. Uh, but no, uh, everything's all been mixed up today because they're not. Oh, they haven't walked into a bar. They've walked into a cigarette factory, which is a whole different kettle of fish. An entirely uh, unsimilar ball game. Uh, oh, it's... Uh, uh, cats and cats don't like this. Cats don't like change. They like routine. Uh, so why they've chosen to walk into a cigarette factory on this occasion, uh, I suppose, as uh, to be determined by me as the storyteller. But I don't know. I don't know why a couple of cats would suddenly decide, oh, uh, instead of walking into a bar tonight, let's walk into a cigarette factory, uh, presumably on night shift, uh, if they're uh, presumably going in here at a time when they'd normally expect to be going into that bar although that's a bit presumptuous on my part who am i to make assumptions oh i'll tell you who i am to make assumptions i'm the narrator and creator of this story uh, i'm uh, i'm playing god here and i'm perfectly entitled to it's my universe that we're talking about here it's not there's no other universe uh it's not, i'll tell you this is certainly isn't out in the real world out in the real world cats do not walk into bars on a regular basis uh never mind uh deviating for a day to walk into a city cigarette factory and uh, oh no if that's the way uh, you think the world works uh, then you're uh, I can tell you you're sadly deluded uh, well maybe not sadly maybe you're perfectly happy uh, but you're deluded in your happiness it's a misguided happiness that you have there uh, so don't get too cocky about it uh, you may well be happy like that uh, but you're not uh, no no you're wasting you're wasting your intellect that's what you're doing you might as well be sitting there uh, sitting there there, lying on the grass, uh, staring at a oh, staring at a caterpillar that you've just stamped stamped on accidentally, and wondering why it's two caterpillars and why there's blood coming out of the head of one and the arse of the other. Uh, that's what you might as well be doing. Uh, where's the uh, where's the joy in that? And uh, what does that bring to? If you get joy out of that, I can tell you it's a simplistic, misinformed joy because uh, you're not uh, adding anything of value to the world. You're not. Uh, you're not helping anyone there uh, unless unless the world of course has suddenly become obsessed with getting rid of caterpillars in which case you may well be a hero uh, but don't get too cocky about that either because uh, this is misguided hero work worship that's uh, gotten you into this position uh, just because the world is stupid that doesn't mean you're clever uh, so don't be uh, don't be getting all uh, excited with yourself for having your remarkable achievement with your caterpillar breakage uh, which as we've already established I think was accidental anyway in the first place. Anyway two cats walk into a cigarette factory and then the opening team tune of the podcast begins You're listening to Into Your Head hosted by Neil Ireland's version of the Octomom Except he's a dude and has cats. Absolutely fantastic. Uh. Anyway. 
anyway, as I was saying, two cats walk into a cigarette factory. Uh, one of them straight away gets confused, uh, as does the other. Uh, but the other is confused uh, only because he sees the other cat being confused. And he's saying, so what the fuck is that? Is that, a, is that me I'm looking at? Or is it my owner? Or what is it? I don't know. Uh, could it be a mirror? I don't, I don't know what a mirror looks like. I'm uh, genetically incapable of recognising a mirror, uh, as far as I know. If I've ever seen a mirror, uh, I don't know. Because, uh, uh, as you know, as any animal expert will tell you, animals don't know how mirrors operate. And this cat is no, is no, uh, oh, no different from that, except that he's self-aware and he's aware of his inability to look at mirrors. Uh, so he knows that mirrors exist. He just, uh, you know, he, he know damn well to sure as Christ uh, that he won't be able to recognise one if he ever sees one. He assumes he has seen one. Uh, he just doesn't know. Uh, anyway, he's looking at this other cat being confused and he starts to get confused himself. He thinks, what the frigging hell am I looking at? Uh, I suppose it could be my friend the cat who I've accompanied in here uh, for some re reasons yet to be explained. Uh, yet to be devised, in fact, uh, by the narrator. Uh, we'll come, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it, he says. Uh, he's, a, he's able to recognise bridges all right, don't worry. Don't you worry about that, he's not a complete moron. Uh, but no, no, uh, a mirror completely beyond uh, beyond his realm of understanding. Uh, where was I? Oh yes, uh, the other cat's getting confused. But then after a moment, the other cat stops being confused. And that's a, uh, that's a help, because, uh, well, I'm sure it's a help in some way. Is it a help in some way? Uh, how would, uh, how would uh, the other cat becoming unconfused be a help? That surely cause more confusing, because now the, ca the other cat is thinking, uh, what has he found out that has stopped his state of confusing continuing to occur? Uh, and I don't know what it is. Uh, that's very worrying. Uh, so now he's getting worried. He's turning into a frightened cat. And the other cat uh, now sees him and thinks, what the fuck is wrong with him? And he starts getting confused again. So basically, you've got two confused cats in a cigarette factory. And as well, they might be confused because they're in a frigging uh, cigarette factory instead of the usual bar. It's absolutely fucking ridiculous. Makes no sense whatsoever. Uh, as far as they know, it could well make sense. It's just that they don't know what the sense is. Uh, hence their further confusion. Uh, so they both decide to walk out. They say, we'll walk out, uh, we'll get out into the open air, and then we'll regroup, as they say. Uh, we'll uh, oh, we'll sit on a wall somewhere and think this through again. So that's what they do. Uh, they go outside of the factory gates, and they sit on a wall out on the side of the road, at the, in, the, oh, in the industrial estate or wherever it is. Uh, and then a bird comes along and they get distracted. So they, uh, they spend the next hour chasing the bird, uh, breaking it up into its constituent parts, its head, uh, its feathers, its tail. Uh, do birds have tails? I don't know. Uh, they have a tail end at the very least. Everything has a tail end, uh, unless it's a perfect sphere. And a bird, I can sure as hell to Christ as hell tell you, is not a perfect sphere. There's very little perfect about a bird. And if there's one species who recognises that fully and does something about her rather than just saying it like we do, uh, it's the humble domestic cat. Uh, they don't tolerate birds. Uh, they don't. Uh, it's the same as we humans say. We say uh, we don't suffer fools gladly. Uh, well, cats.
cats don't suffer, birds gladly, and cat fact they don't suffer birds at all. They remove them from existence as soon as they as soon as they're physically able to they get rid of them and they banish them and eat them. Absolutely fucking fantastic, if you ask me. I can tell you, uh, you're there uh, mocking these cats because they get all confused when they go into a cigarette factory. Uh, but you, can you have you ever ridded the, uh, this planet of a bird? Uh, that, no, you haven't. And uh, eating a roast chicken for dinner doesn't count because you didn't catch and kill that. Uh, no, no. In fact, because of you uh, creating a demand for that chicken, uh, more birds were grown artificially. So you've added more birds to the. Uh, universe that uh, needn't have been there in the first place you couldn't uh, so don't be mocking my fictional cats over their cigarette factory confusion I suppose what I'm trying to say here is that you're a chicken hypocrite. Uh, now, that's an odd phrase, I know, uh, but I've gone out of my way uh, to say it here because I've just decided to name this episode Chicken Hypocrite. Uh, I'm going to have to say it now because I don't want to... Oh, I don't want you to be reading this title and thinking, what's this got to do with the show? Because uh, it mightn't be uh, completely obvious. Uh, but no, no, I'm calling you, the listener, a chicken hypocrite. Uh, so that's what the... That's what the the title of today's episode means it means you're a chicken hypocrite uh, not you personally of course i'm talking about the fictional uh, the fictional one listener to whom i address when i'm speaking here uh, i'm not saying all of you people out there are chicken hypocrite although you may well be you may well be a chicken hypocrite uh, well, that's not for me to say. I'm talking to a... I'm addressing a fictional chicken hypocrite. Uh, except when I say what I just said. When I say, uh, you're not the fictional chicken hypocrite who I'm addressing. Uh, when I say that, I'm not addressing the fictional chicken hypocrite. Because uh, that would cause a... Uh, a thing. Oh, it'd be a circular thing that wouldn't make any sense whatsoever. And if there's one thing I've learned after 583 episodes of Into Your Head, it's that you have to make sense in this world you have to oh you have to get your thoughts organized uh, organized in a row as you go along uh, get your thoughts together uh, put them in a spread i have a spreadsheet of my thoughts here hold on a minute i converted it into a word document some time ago uh, but nonetheless i still i can still call it a spreadsheet if i want to call it a spreadsheet it's got rows and numbers and things uh, here we go uh, funny writings for use in things uh, let's have a look at this uh, 22 glad to see Sesame Street got an Oscar I think I reused that recently uh, 38 if two drivers leave cities 100 miles apart travelling towards each other at 100 miles per hour uh, both are guilty of a serious breach of road traffic law now that's not one of my best ones but I'm picking them at random here uh, there's that Paul McCartney's yesterday tragedy thing that I've used several times on the social network works uh what else uh, the eskimos have 876 words for snow but none for phlegm retard and cat uh the human skeleton is a misnomer since the rub. I'm wasting all this now. I'm supposed to be saving this for my uh, social networking promotional purposes. Uh, never ask a parrot a question that you wouldn't be prepared to answer yourself. Uh, something about Pink Floyd. I might retire the Pink Floyd stuff. It's getting a bit old. Uh, there's no people left in the world today uh, who have heard of Pink Floyd but are also able to use the internet. Uh, thanks to the generation gap. Uh, all the people who have 
heard of Pink Floyd are now too old to be able to learn how to use a computer or an iPad. Uh, maybe they're starting to get iPadless, I don't know. You might be able to bring the Pink Floyd stuff back uh, when these people get their special uh, internet aids uh, that Steve Jobs and the like have uh, designed for people who are too lazy to learn how to use a freaking keyboard. Uh, but no, no, until then, we'll save our Pink Floyd stuff. I'm surprised they haven't written on the Led Zeppelin stuff, have I? Uh, I think I've spoken about I've spoken about dead Led Zeppelin drummers several times on the show. I don't think I've written any specific uh, one-liners. Uh, why would you? Why would you write Led Zeppelin one-liners? Uh, nobody's ever uh, Led Zeppelin. For one thing, Led Zeppelin are the epitome of rip, uh, ripped off of itness. If you do a search on YouTube, you'll find a thing. Oh, there's a thing. It's a string of uh, Led Zeppelin songs with, uh, with uh, the underlying uh, songs on which from which they were stolen uh, put in beside them. I can see it's all a rip-off. It's a rip-off. A Led Zeppelin song, Stairway to Heaven, for example. That was ripped off from the Bible or something. Uh... She's, bu- she's buying a stairway to heaven. She is not. Uh, she's buying. Uh, she's buying uh, eight hours of labor, and she's buying uh, some. Oh, some materials, or at, at best, a pre a pre-built staircase, which will still have to be installed. You can't buy a stairway, and you certainly can't have it going up to heaven. There was a fella once, wasn't there? Uh, no, there was a thing. That's right. I made this up. Now I've just realised there was a thing in the Bible about. Uh, someone trying to build a stairway to heaven they built a big uh, tower or something the tower of something uh, was called uh, to try and build her up to the heavens uh, didn't work apparently and there was some lesson was learned apparently it's a bad thing now uh, to try and build a stairway up to heaven that's considered uh, oh that's considered overreaching you're not allowed to have ambitions in this world is considered immoral you're not allowed to you're supposed to sit here with your humble little podcast and your eight cats and your uh, oh your quarter one and a half litre bottle of seven up free uh, I don't know I don't know what the world's coming what's the world coming to uh, what is it? I don't know uh, what day is today today is Friday today I'm go uh, today I'm going to a thing so I'm recording this in advance uh, not that you need to know uh, yeah, everything's recorded in advance anyway you don't record stuff live I hope you realize that when you're listening to this uh, next week, uh, I'm not recording this live as you list. Oh, that's obvious. But, uh, that's not what the pointer is trying to make. Uh, oh, something, something about... Uh, was it, uh, I don't, I don't know. I've lost it. This segment isn't going very well. I'm not too proud to admit that. Uh, not, no, no. I've got a bit of modesty in me. I can say this is one of the uh, least uh, proud, pride. Uh, enabling uh, segments uh, of late. Uh, no, no, I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I am ashamed of that. And go. I'm not too proud to say so. Uh, and I'm not too proud. Uh, if you can have too much pride, you know. Uh, but you can also have too little ambition. That's what those stair. Oh yes, that's where it was. Stairway to heaven. Uh, that's what those stairway to heaven people need to learn. Uh, there's nothing wrong with trying to build a stairway to heaven as long as you admit that. Uh, you 
you can't do it as soon as you've realised that you can't do it. That's what it's about. Honesty. Uh, honesty, that's one of the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not uh, worship false uh, oh, false possibilities of being able to build something that you can't build. Uh, but until you can't, until you realise through practice, that you get, through trying and effort that you can't reach that thing, uh, you're allowed to have a bit of ambition. Uh, just because you haven't found out yet that you can't do it, uh, that doesn't mean you have to go around saying I can't do it because that's defeatism and that's one of the commandments as well thou shalt not be a defeatist and thou shalt not worship false uh, gods of uh, ah, gods of uh, I don't know ah, you know this is all common sense stuff anyway I don't know why we need a big frigging book to tell us this uh, you can find I have a book here let's have a look at this uh, Wacky Wednesday by Dr. Seuss. This was sent to me by a listener some time ago. Uh, Wacky we- uh, Children love to play What's Wrong With This Picture? Searching out all... Oh, that's just an introduction. Uh, this book comes from the home of the... Ca- uh, Cotton the... Uh, where are we? Have oh, we read this before? It's getting repetitive. You can't be doing the same thing over and over and over again. Uh, just because... Ah, oh, bollocks. Uh, ah, you get the general idea. Anyway, uh, did we ever finish the two cats walking to the cigarette factory thing? Uh, where were they? were outside sitting on the wall. Uh, they got distracted by a bird and they ridded the world of a bird. Uh, but you're still not happy, you think. Oh, uh, they never explained the whole cigarette factory thing. Uh, they've ridded this bird, this world of a bird and probably several rodents during their lifetimes and probably several more birds. Birds, uh, but you still make demands of them uh, as if they were some sort of employee of yours. You expect him to come up with how you used to tell them, oh, uh, you spent half a day travelling to that cigarette factory and you still haven't accounted for uh, what he achieved there. They are not accountable to you. Fictional cats that visit a cigarette factory by accident and then kill a bird on the way out are not accountable to you. You're not frigging, uh, you're not frigging, uh, you're not the the cat industry regulator uh, sent out by some government authority. Uh, no, no, getting uh, getting ideas above your station there. Uh, so sit down, uh, go to intoyourhead.com and click on my Amazon links and buy stuff on Amazon there. I buy anything on Amazon. Uh, just get there through my links at uh, intoyourhead.com and I get several percent. Uh, doesn't cost you anything. Uh, it helps make up for the fact that you're critiquing fiction cats who have done nothing to you uh, they don't owe you anything there it's not like they're using up resources in the world uh, no no that's not even a real cigarette factory uh, they're just floating around in my imagination and you think they owe you an explanation uh, get a fucking grip anyway on with the show now uh I know what you're thinking there. Uh, You're thinking, I wonder is he going to remember to remind us that Monday, uh, this coming Monday is a bank holiday. Uh, Because he recently announced he wasn't going to do shows on bank holiday Mondays anymore. Uh, Well, you're damn right about that. I didn't. This coming Monday is a bank holiday, so there'll be no podcast on Monday. Uh, So don't get all in a a big furore when you come on here on a Monday expecting, oh, expecting. 
uh, to be entertained by someone who's in another country where we allow people to take a break every now and then, especially the first Monday of June and the first Monday of May and the first Monday of August and uh, Monday at the end of October and two, uh, oh, two days at Christmas and uh, one on St. Patrick's Day and two at Easter, although uh, one of the Easter ones is more of a church holiday than a bank holiday. Uh, so there's always a lot of confusion about that, uh, although the banks close for a half day on that day. Uh, so it's, ha- it's hard to know really, uh, blurring the lines really between bank holidays and church holidays, and this isn't even a bank. Uh, I've always wondered when they say bank holiday, do they mean it was based on some historical things involving banks, or do they mean, oh, you have a bank of holidays and you're required to use one of them today? I don't know. Uh, I don't really want to look her up because if the latter is the answer uh, then I'll find that rather uh, depressing thinking oh uh, the nation has decided you have a bank of holidays and we're going to force you to use one today on a big chosen date and oh no it's nothing very uh, freedomistic about that and oh no anyway let's not get bogged down in that uh, where were we uh, the cats the cats outside on the wall outside the freaking uh, thingy yoke factory uh, now I should point out as I'm thinking about this Christmas this uh, cigarette factory I've never been in a cigarette factory in my life I don't think I've even seen one Uh, so in my mind I'm picturing uh, I'm picturing the exterior of a Christmas tree factory in which I used to work, uh, except I'm not picturing the, the road layout that was outside that. Instead, I'm picturing the road layout uh, that's outside my local uh, postal parcel uh, distribution office, which happens to be in an industrial estate where there's lots of factories. Uh, it's on a quieter road than the Christmas tree factory was. Uh, so really it's just like a dream I've melted two different I've melded two different locations uh, familiar to me into one fictional location in my mind and I'm using them as the as the location for this cat bird incident uh, so I just thought I'd clear that up anyway on with the show Monkey nuts, that's what they call them. They call them big steaming piles of monkey nuts, uh, except they're not. They're bird heads and they're outside, uh, oh, they're outside uh, what's uh, supposedly a Christmas tree factory. No, uh, rather it's supposedly a cigarette factory, but in my mind it's more of a Christmas tree factory, uh, except for some reason there's postal vans going up and down the road outside at regular intervals. Why did we go at regular intervals? I don't know. It's 8.03 in the morning. It's the time when all of the postal staff are filling up their vans and they leave as soon as they're ready. They don't leave on a uh, spaced out like frigging subway trains. Uh, two minutes apart no no they leave when they're ready and uh, it probably looks like there were regular intervals though maybe they've been through some sort of traffic light system and that's uh causes them to be spaced apart that would be explained i suppose maybe there's some sort of uh one-way traffic light barrier at the exit of their building there i don't know uh, i don't know this is all i'd uh, say that's the case and of course this is my imagination i can say whatever i want i can 
say uh, anti-disestablishment theory in Aloysius, uh, no, not Aloysius, uh, ex bialid, anti-disestablishment theory in ism ex bialidocious. Uh, that's what I could say. It makes no sense whatsoever, uh, but I can say it. And I, uh, uh, I will fight to the death for my right to say yes, as long as I don't have to die. I'll just fight for the right to die for it. That'll be fine. Uh, there's no point fighting for rights if you're just going to end up dead doing it. That's no, that's no use to you. That's like, uh, that's like spending half your day going around catching a wasp and then not eating it when you catch it. Just uh, setting it free, letting it out through the window, uh, free to, oh, free to come back and bother you again, and or free to. Uh, Frita, I don't know. Oh, look, my piano's ready. Uh, my iPad piano is available to us here. Uh, no, if it adds anything to this particular segment, I wish so. It's good to know that it's there. That's all. There we go. Hold on. Uh, so there you go. Uh, just so you know, I, I'm prepared if uh, if anything how occurs during this or any recording that would benefit from uh, uh, having a touchscreen piano in front of me. It's right there. I'm ready for almost any uh, circumstance that might arrive. <laughs> Walk uh, bollocks. Two cats walk bollocks. Two cats walk uh, bollocks. Uh, I said that intentionally this time. I'm so used to it now. I said it twice unintentionally now because I stumbled. Uh, so that when I start the third time now, my mind, oh, my mind is being rewired to think I have to say bollocks as part of the first sentence of every story, uh, which is probably going to be a problem for me. As I head back out into the real world, if I ever go back into the workplace, that's probably going to be a problem for me now. I'll go to interviews and I'll say, hello. Uh, tell me about your experience. Uh, what have you been doing for the last few years? Uh, well, I'll say uh, bollocks. Uh, bollocks, bollocks, bollocks. Uh, I sit at home telling stories about cats walking into, uh, well, on this occasion, walking out of. Uh, but in order to walk out of, they have to first walk into. And I'm, uh, I believe in being... Actually, this might stand to benefit me in job applications now that I think about it. Uh, if I say, uh, I would never dream of uh, starting a story by seeing two cats walk out of a uh, factory or whatever it is yeah a factory a cigarette factory I'd first start by saying how they came to be in it in the first place uh, that would probably impress a lot of employers it should anyway uh, if they want someone who does the job properly and doesn't just start in the middle and not worry about how they got there I don't know because uh, if you're doing a job properly you don't just get dropped in the middle of it whatever you do in a factory or something they'll say are going to slot you in here now between the fella who opens the box and the the fella who uh, closes the box and you're going to be the fellow who puts the stuff into the box. I suppose that could work. In fact, that's what they used to do with me when I worked in that Christmas tree factory. Uh, but no, say for a more a job more appropriate to me, a 36-year-old adult with many years of uh, clerical experience under my belt. I'd probably be going for something a little more sophisticated. Not to say there's anything wrong with working in a Christmas tree factory doing that stuff. I'm just saying it's more 
were appropriate at my, at my stage in my life to be going for something else and based on my experience uh, well as it happens I'm not I'm doing this at the moment I'm doing this I'm telling you all about these two cats uh, they walk back into the cigarette factory having uh, oh now I've been confusing myself there because I've been going on boasting about how I had an interview I would say oh uh, I'd never tell about cats coming out of a factory until I've said how they went uh, in in the first place. Well, I've just realised in this case what I'm talking about is two cats who came out of a factory and now I'm talking about them going back in, uh, which is slightly different. But nonetheless, I did explain the circumstances un- under which they went in the first time and then I explained them leaving and now I'm explaining them going in again. So that's all, that's all fine, I suppose. Uh, so it's not really a major it's not really a major issue uh, don't you be going putting down that down as a black mark against me if you're a potential employer listening to this it's not oh no it's not a, it's not a, it's not a fault uh, no no I just happen to be uh, it's the fitting of the story that I'm telling they're going back into the factory for a second time uh, it's all completely logical and above bow anyway back into the factory they go uh, except this time they stop at the reception area and this sounds familiar because a few weeks ago I told of two cats who went into a cigarette factory if I remember rightly and had a conversation with the secretary there Uh, but no this is a separate occasion Uh, sometimes uh, the same thing happens twice in the world you know that's why we've had over uh, 387 popes in fact I think we've had uh, six or seven hundred since the foundation of the church and then I've discovered recently there's popes in other churches as well. Oh, some pope died recently in some obscure uh, church somewhere in some Middle East country or somewhere. I uh, forget his name, forget what he was or anything. Uh, but no, there are other popes besides the ones that we in the Western world uh, assume people are referring to when they say popes. And for another thing, your man, uh, Shane McGowan out of the Pogues, his backing group now uh, for his solo career is called the Popes. Uh, so that's another thing uh, so no no uh, there's more pope there's more popes than meet the eye in the world uh Oh, what's that? What's that even mean? I don't know. Uh, but I think you know. I think you get the gist of what I'm trying to say. Uh, anyway, are we done yet? I think we are. Or will we make this a? Uh, will we extend this into a longer thing? We will not. We will not. Uh, I don't have time to be extending this into a longer thing. Uh, it's a half hour, normal half hour show, and that's the way it's going to be. And we'll be back next Wednesday after the bank holiday with another one, and that'll be enough for you that'll be enough for you now i can tell you uh if you don't like it uh go and take a running jump for yourself up beside ali and uh see if you can oh see if you can impress anyone with that it's a very impressive circus act to run up the side wall of an alley uh but if you're in an alley there's not going to be much room to have an audience in there uh, so you're not going to be able to make a circus career out of that unless i suppose you make some sort of a glass walled alley and put it in the middle 
of a circus stage, uh, a ring, uh, then I suppose. But that's not really genuine. That's a fake recreation of the Ali situation. And people will, uh, people will pan your work as being uh, artificial. That's what they'll say. They'll say it's artificial. They'll say that fella, he claims to be a, a proper uh, street climber. Uh, but no, no, he gets an artificial glass street and puts it in a, oh, puts it in a contrived circumstance in the in the middle of a thing, a ring full of hair and elephant crap and clowns running around the outskirts, uh, hanging out, uh, handing out uh, candy floss. Oh no, a proper street artist wouldn't have all that stuff around him. Uh, anyway, good morning. Email us at studio at intoyourhead.com. Help support this free podcast. Go to intoyourhead.com slash tipjar. Sit, Kofi, sit. Good cat. Intoyourhead.com.